0: Uh, Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place. Where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thinking, you know, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, emotions, changes in routine, outside noises like your upstairs neighbor currently while you're recording a podcast intro, using the sink. Or, you know, something else. Whatever's keeping you awake. It might be one of those things. It could be any uh, any of a variety of stuff. Whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off of it. And here's how I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to create a safe, welcoming place because I'm glad you're here and I'd like to help. If I can, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. And, pace, you know, lulling, soothing pace I try to keep. I did have... Uh, some soda today. Trying to cut back on soda, but uh, you know, oh boy. Uh, and I'm only drinking like two a, one or two a day. Anyway, n- n- enough about me. What I'm going to try to do is uh, like, uh, well, I do ramble. So, like, uh, I do get distracted. I forget what I was talking about. Circle back. I try to circle back. But then I say, well, she said, look at all these foot. Which footprints are mine? You know, And they say, well, it's your in your brain, Scoots. The call is coming from inside your brain. And I said, what call? Wait, somebody? did somebody call me? Like, yo, know, this is totally off topic. But you know, I like to answer the phone now. I, I always answer the phone in a grouchy mood. This just happened to me. Uh, maybe I'll come back to this. Let me welcome the new listeners. New listeners, this is Apple applies to everybody, though. So if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast to put you to sleep. So here's, there's no rules, but here's the deal. You don't need to listen to me. I'll try to be entertaining enough and engaging enough to take your mind off stuff, but you know, I'll lose you along the way, ideally, because uh, you're under no pressure to listen to me. Even though it's a sleep podcast, you're also under no pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here about an hour uh, to keep you company, and I'll keep rambling. I'll keep talking. I'll keep bedtime storying you or Trek talk tonight. While you drift off at your leisure, a structure the show. We're already a bit into it, but the first five minutes or so is uh, to cover the bills and uh, eventually keep this podcast going forever. Uh, so, yeah, it's important to listen to that part. But then now we're in an m- intro. Intros are usually 12 to 14 minutes where I'll try to make a metaphor about how the podcast works. And I guess it'll be about grouchy answering of phone calls and something about this Star Trek episode. And then I'll be talking later after this about a episode of Star Trek: The Perfect Mate. And so, yeah, you have this new thing when it's not a blocked call. I mean, usually I don't, I don't really like answering the phone. I think we've established this; it's not my strong suit. Uh, seems to just take too much courage, and I realize that for a lot of people it might be like, "What are you afraid of, Scoots?" I don't, I don't really know. I can't put my finger on it. Also, seems like answering the phone seems like a lot of work to me. So I start to get as soon as the phone rings, they start to feel exhausted. So I say, "Well, but today, but when I do, but then I have the other part of me. These are the kind of things that keep me up at night. There's that, there's that camp or that, uh, or, you know, set of thoughts, and then there's the thoughts: What's wrong with you? Why can't you answer the phone like a regular human being? A little shaming. You could you, a taste a shame in there. And then there's the aspirational part. Well, geez, I wish I could be a normal human that just answers the phone like, yippee, yippee, yay, hooray, for, glad to get your call. What can I do? Scoot's here. Or whatever normal, adjusted people. I don't know how they answer their phone. I'll tell you how a non-well-adjusted person answers the phone because they just did it. And it was a person's birthday. And it was a, like kind of a business call, too. And I answered, I said, what is this phone number? And, but I said, well, let me answer it. Uh, and I answered it, and I, what I do is I use a very grouchy voice, uh, like, so that if it's a tell, like, then I don't have to change the tone. If it's a telemarketer, and that happened to me two nights ago, so I guess I should give myself some leeway. First off, if you're a telemarketer, don't call and say you knew when I stayed in a hotel. Like, that is just, like, I, I should have just hung up immediately on the telemarketer. They said, hey, did you stay at this? And I said, you got to be kidding me. Did Like, is this about the hotel? Like, and then they said, and then they're trying to sell me some crap, you know. But that's off topic. This poor person, this poor, poor young person, I think, uh she called and I answered it grouchy, which she and she She was in a very good mood because it was her birthday, and it was like, like uh, Hey, I got this idea I wanted to pitch you on. Very positive call. So it took me a few seconds to change gears from total grouch, uh, like to, uh, like <laughs> I can't imagine being on the other end of that call, uh, because as we're talking. I think she was headed to her birthday party with a, a couple boxes of cake. And then I answered and it was calling. And like I said, it was a positive thing. Like not only working with positive stuff and the birthday stuff. And I said, hello, like, hello. I didn't say it like that. I have a more aggressive answering too aggressive for a sleep podcast. Like subtextually, what the heck, you know, what the heck are you calling me about? I don't like the phone, but I'm trying to grow. And I don't know if anybody else relates to it. Like something like that goes through your mind at night. All those things. And I say, well, geez, when? And then you say, and "Then another part, well, when did it all go wrong? I think I could probably write out like just an autobiography about the phone. When did it, when did, maybe I could just interview myself. When did it all go wrong with you and the phone, Scoots? Well, there was a time when I liked talking on the phone. Uh, I think. Uh, Anyway, it's not important. What's important is that that, that, that that's the kind of stuff they give you. So I'm going to try to take your mind off that to distract you from that. But also, you know who's running the show here? Like uh, <laughs> someone that is only qualified uh, to ramble. I guess it would be a, like, a, like I used to work at this company where we sold iron-on patches and buttons. And we had a couple buttons, one of which I probably like not boyfriend material. Uh, which I think that like this, this Star Trek episode's called the perfect mate, and they said, "Well, that, that's probably saying you're not a perfect mate when you can, uh, when you can talk for just about six minutes about uh, and barely scratch the surface with your phone issues, and this is, it is pretty efficient to handle stuff by the phone. I I wish like I, I guess I don't wish I c- I, c- I can get better. I think I can." I think I can. I think I can. The, like, maybe I'd need to get one of those children's books about, like, the, the little little engine, the little phone call that, that Scoots could take. And I guess this was good data collection because I did answer the call today, and it was positive. It was a double positive because I got to wish this person a happy birthday and engage and, and hear their pitch and say, well, I love it. I love your ideas. They're, they're wonderful. I don't think I've ever said those things in my life, but I was probably thinking, those; these are really great ideas. Uh, one day I'll be able to communicate those things as well. Uh, but tonight's episode, I guess what I thought the intro was going to be about was this. So the name of the episode is The Perfect Mate, which, I mean, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, he's, you know, depending on how you like your mates, if you like them uh, steeped in uh, Earl Grey, you know, he's a pretty sweet dude. Uh, like He's got a lot of pr- positive qualities. But I was going to try to make the intro about the xylophone, because at some points he's playing like a synth, a synth xylophone, like a, a, like a, I don't know how to describe it, you'd have to watch the episode, like a xylophone that looks like it's made from bamboo, but makes synth synth sounds, like uh, uh, whatever you call it, electric organ type stuff, you know, like, eight, like the 80s. Uh, like the kind of music you like to listen to while Ryan Gosling drives in a movie, that's like synth. But this was a xylophone, and it was always confusing for me xylophones because it's like like it's like I think this was what the original intro was going to be about me pondering, like spelling lessons, and and then people have to learn English and they say what the heck is that word? What's well, xylophone? Just say it, xylophone. You see, what is it? Like X O X is Y E L M Q or something? It's xylophone. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, other than the phone part. I don't know. It's I guess that connects so I was talking about the phone. And I guess it was, like maybe to me, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to tie it together. Like it's it, i don't know. I guess like I feel I feel like a xylophone. No, that doesn't work. Uh, but you know, the like uh I guess you can make beautiful music. This situation was part of a peace process in this episode or a peace-related ceremony. Uh, so that was, like, that's sweet. And maybe I could, so maybe I can make peace with my I mean, that's what I kind of tried to. And that's what we really need to at bedtime say, hey, you listen up. I just want to go to bed. I realize uh, we don't got a handle on this telephone thing. And, you know, they switched it over the years. uh from a landline to a flip phone to a smartphone, you know, So, so, but but it's the same, I get get, it's the same basic concept. I just, you know, I'm just a little, uh, I need a little more work on it, but tonight I'd like to go to sleep instead of talking about, uh, you know, where did it all go wrong with the phone. I think I'm doing my best, actually. I did pretty good. So I just like to go to sleep. And sometimes when you're alone, it, it can be hard to step outside yourself, do a little, uh, like whatever that is, loving kindness, self-compassion, and say, hey, you know, you're doing a good job. Being a human is not an easy task. I mean, I tell you what, you you like you, whatever the heck. I don't think it's a betazoid. I think that's what Troy is, but I can't remember what the character. But, you know, being a human not easy, and we're all doing the best job we can. But sometimes when you're in bed and you're you're trying to get to sleep and you had a long day, it can be hard to say that yourself, and then hard to kind of take your mind off of the phone stuff. So that's where I come in. If you're new, I'll be talking here. I'll be here keeping you company because I care. I've been there, sleepless, clearly. But how how do you think I'm going to get to sleep tonight and be like, what? You, what's up with the phone? So. I, I don't know. I guess that's all I should say. Like, I, I've been there in the deep, dark night, sleepless. So that's why I make this show. You don't need to listen, but, but I hope it takes your mind off of things. And, you know, don't 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 feel like you're under pressure or be in a hurry to fall asleep. I'll be here talking about Star Trek for a while. Uh, and as I always say every episode, you know, if you're new, it, t- it can take a few times. If you read through a lot of our reviews... A large percentage of people said I was skeptical, or took two or three times, but but you know might not work for you. I hope it does. Uh, I appreciate you trying the show. I'm glad you're here, and and not only do I hope, I work very hard, I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is sleep with me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. What we do with the bedtime story. Get in bed. Turn out the lights. and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's keeping you awake. Whether it's thoughts going through your head or your mind, where you know your mind, you know wherever you, whatever's on your mind. Uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, changes in routine, travel, snoring partners—you know—to t- you know, wind. That can keep. That sometimes that wakes me up and say, "What's with that wind?" You know, window panes, uh, anything. You know, panes with an I, panes with an N and an E. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off. That I'm, the way, I'm going to do it is I'm going to create a safe place. Like I said. I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and you know, superfluous sloth, super, super, superfluous sloths. I, I don't. I actually don't have any extra sloths. We will be, you know, touching on sloths. We won't be touching any sloths. No sloths will be touched in the making of this episode. I mean, well, maybe not. Like, if there's any sloth researchers out there, sloth scientists, friends of sloths, sloth society, so I can get some alliteration in there, anybody saving sloths, uh, singing to sloths, I I mean, this could touch some sloths. I'd be happy if it... uh, you know, if you find out you play the podcast, like let's say this, like the sloth community found out about um, Zootopia and, and they weren't happy about it. Like some reason their feelings were hurt or about the fish song, but I think that's more about somebody nicknamed the sloth or metaphorical. But let's say, you know, sloth community is feeling down. And then they, like, I wouldn't mind touching the sloths in that way. We'll say, well, Scoots, like, I'm, this episode isn't dedicated to the sloths, but now it is because, you know, sloths, to all the sloths out there. I've never known, I haven't known a few of you, but I've, I know of you. Um, well, I, I don't actually know. I don't, do you, do you, what are, you, what are your, uh, what are those other bears? Do you live in a, where do you, where do sloths live? Uh, I mean, tonight we'll talk about, uh, Ice Age sloths that lived in the Los Angeles area. You know, I, what about those three-toed sloths? I, I hear, I hear good things about you. I hear you. You, you take your nail. You have beautiful nails. I don't think you get get enough credit for your nails and your cuteness. You sloths, oh boy! And by the way, if your brain is keeping you awake at night or whatever, you know, think you know, sub in you for sloths and and just take these compliments. ...in lieu of any sloths that may or may not be listening. Because this podcast is meant to put you to sleep, too. But for tonight, I'm dedicating it to sloths. But the good news is, like, as I'm I'm doing this, I have a live teletype machine... ...hooked in to the uh, animal communities of the world. And it's coming through. I have permission... From the Greater Sloth Council and the Lower Sloth Council. I think those are both houses of uh, Sloth Parliament, uh, Parliament, you know. I don't know which. Is, so the Sloths have a, a House of Lords and a House of. Anyway, it's not important. It's officially come in tonight. Anyone that's having trouble falling asleep, anybody that needs a little company while you're falling asleep, you can officially consider yourself a Sloth tonight, and not in a metaphorical sense. Uh, but as a member of the community, intertwined with uh, love, uh, you know, with great nails that are underrated, cute faces, fuzzy, whatever, you know, all the all the pros of being a sloth with none of the cons. All oh, the sloths are saying, no, no, you, no, no, in all the sloths out there who have somehow found themselves listening to a sleep podcast where you say, what is this, I don't even, this is a sleep podcast? Well, yeah, it's a podcast to put you to sleep, human or sloth. Tonight, we're all one. And that's why I make the show. We're all one in the deep dark night when we can't fall asleep. And that's, uh, you know, I, I make this show to take your mind off stuff. And while I take your mind off stuff, you don't need to listen to me. So the, usually the setup of the show, this one I'm doing in an Airbnb closet. I'm looking at a comforter. It's a, it is it is in licking distance. I wouldn't lick a an Airbnb comforter. But I'm in the closet of an Airbnb here. And uh, so, so the, oh, the structure show. First five minutes of the show is business. That's how we keep the show and all the archives free If we can, for as long as we possibly can. So it's a, that's the important part of the show. After that, you don't need to listen anymore. We're about six minutes into the intro. The intros are usually 12 minutes. You can skip the intros. But they're kind of a show within a show. They kind of do get everybody comfortable. I mean, tonight we're we're we're, we're bridging new gaps in human-sloth relations. And like You know, because, I mean, what, we don't get a credit for our emotional relations with the creatures I don't know anything about other than their names and how they've been portrayed in mainstream media. Also, alternative media. You know, what's up with the... Well, I guess maybe I shouldn't be pointing... Fingers or toe, you know, it should it should take my three toes and put them back in my sock because I really don't know about alternative. And, and, and you know, nowadays you'd say, well, any meat, you know, all coverage. Well, that's the things that keep in the slots are saying, no, not all coverage is good coverage. They say, while well, we enjoyed the betrayal in Zootopia, uh, it also got us down. I don't know. Then they say, just like when I can't fall asleep, sometimes you'd say, well. What, what's got you down about it? It was hilarious and great. I said, Well, I don't know. Just like sometimes when I can't sleep, I say, Well, I don't know. Why I can't sleep tonight. Just can't. So here's the thing with the bike. So clearly, you don't need to listen to me, but it's some, you know, I, ideally, I'll be just engaging enough to keep your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. But you'll realize with the common sense you do have it, you, you know, or if you're a sloth, maybe this will just trigger something. ...in your brainstem, and you'll say, well, I'll just just hug against this eucalyptus. Well, I was going to ask the sloths. Uh, Don't worry, I'm not going to ask any sloths. I was going to ask the sloths that are listening. Do you get along with koalas? Are they as nice as they look? Because I've heard, actually, like, every once in a while, I think, somewhere in my brain, somebody says, I think I heard somewhere koalas aren't as nice as they look, but they look pretty nice. And isn't there, are koalas marsupials, I always get that mixed up. There's another bear. Also, what's a kookaburra that lives in the old gum tree? I think that's a bird, but I don't know if you hang out with any of those either. But I don't know, I'd like to know, I'd like to get the scoop on the koalas, and like uh, probably I'd like to smell eucalyptus breath, because uh, that's got to be great. Or at least better than my dog's breath. Maybe should, do you know anything about eucalyptus leaves? Can I get can my dog chew on those? Because they have things for dogs' breath, but it's incredibly overpriced. And I've been meaning to brush my dog's teeth, but I had you know, I, I just don't want to, You know, I don't think she'd like it. Uh, so I think it, I would love it if my dog had eucalyptus breath. Sorry to me to change the subject about because this was supposed to be just to put you. The loss of the world and the humans of the world to sleep tonight because uh, you take your mind off stuff. You don't need to listen. That was a, for, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here about an hour to keep you company. You can fall asleep at any time. But the reason it shows are an hour, like, well, one, you know, some people listen to, 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 for distraction in the deep, dark night, not to fall asleep. But other people just you say, well, I could fall asleep at any time. I could fall asleep in the next two minutes, or I could fall asleep in 48 minutes. Scoots will be there to keep me company. And that's right. I'll be here three times a week, uh, Sunday nights, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights. And this is really how much I, I, I am dedicated to the show. I'm, I'm sitting here in the closet of, uh, of you know, i got a, a comforter hanging from the closet rods. Recreation of the climbing closet I have at home. To make sure I got a show here for you. Also now I have uh, you know sloths and koalas on the brain. So it's a podcast of which you sleep. Now if you're if you're if you're a sloth, ideally we have some sort of interpreter, or you know whatever you're... you're I don't know what what other interaction. I mean it'd be great if you went sentient. Uh, you know probably wouldn't be be great like. Uh, if you started taking people's iPods and phones and listening to podcasts. But we could work it out. You know, maybe uh, in one of those societies of sloths, it's nice of you to welcome humans tonight to be sloths and sloths to be humans. Hey, Hey, sloths, have you seen the movie, like, one of those, like, Freaky Friday body swap type movies? I think Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron had one. There's also, like, in that genre, movies like Big that's a little bit different, but not totally different. And, you know, I think if I had to pick an actor that Sloss would love other than Jason Bateman, I'd probably say Tom Hanks. And, of course, Martha Plimpton. But she, maybe she was. I don't know if she's been in any. Um, J- Jodie Foster was. I think she was in one of the Freaky Friday movies, I believe. But I'm not positive. And I yeah, I don't know if Corey Feldman was in one. Great question. I have Sloths here sending me questions uh, uh, via, via, I know, via brain transmission. I don't know how they got into my brain. But So whoever's listening, sloth or Human, this podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff. It doesn't work for everybody. That's the thing. Like, you know, my, my, my style. This is a silly, goofy podcast. I'm also different. I have these creaky dulcet tones. So it doesn't work for everybody. So if you're trying it for the first time, you know, give it a couple tries. This isn't, you know, no pressure for it to work for you. I just want to help, uh, you know, take your mind off stuff. I hope it helps you because I've been there sleepless. Uh, But if it doesn't work for you, you know, do try. There's a lot of good uh, stuff on LibriVox or Pink Noise. I've been using a lot of Pink Noise lately. Jazz. I've been doing some jazz Uh, old-time radio, so whatever it is, uh, so those are some options. But this podcast is meant to help people fall asleep, that other stuff hasn't necessarily helped, or that maybe you want someone to come over and read them a bedtime story. I mean, this is like a a different version of a bedtime story. I don't know, maybe if I ever retire, I could tell bedtime stories. The man who told bedtime stories to sloths and uh, what does koala bears, if koala bears are nice. And probably, I, I mean, Sloss, I gotta tell you, the more I'm thinking and talking about you, the more cute I think you are. So it'd be great if I could have a koala bear around one side of me. And I guess you would probably snuggle me. The way I'm picturing it, like, you'd probably have a better grip. Uh, well, I haven't smelled you, so I don't know. Maybe I could, like, if, I don't know what your bathing rituals are, like, but maybe if the koala bear is breathing in my face with what I imagine is this per- perfect, great eucalyptus breath. Like, even a eucalyptus burp is probably nice. But I think we could get that going. And that could be, like, I, would that be a, refu- a refuge that has a refuge? How, how does that sound, koalas and sloths? Like a refuge, with, like I could have a refuge within the refuge. Also, I don't know if any of you have listened to the, you know, any of you forest creatures have listened, you don't live in forests. Any, whatever, wherever you live, it's not that important. I I'm mean, it's the tail end of this intro. I was going to tell you, I, I don't, I, I feel uncomfortable in Zeus. And that could be because of some sort of simpatico thing. I, I can't put my finger on it. It's not exactly political or moral. When I just get in a zoo, I don't feel, I feel, well, I never feel comfortable in my own skin anyway. But it's exacerbated when I'm in a zoo. I just say, I gotta get. I don't like it here. And I can't pin it down. It's definitely something on a, you know, micro-molecular gut level. So we could share, you know, that's why I could have a refuge. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that at a zoo, but I could, would do that at a preserve. Preserve the refuge within a refuge here at Sloth Town, Sloth City. And we could we we'd be outside on the outskirts, and that's where I'd tell bedtime stories to swaths, sloths, and koalas, and so if there's any creatures called swaths, uh, like moths, moths are welcome to come by. You know, as long as there's a light at a distance for you to gather around, so you're not bumping into my face and leaving that powder behind. But that's it. So if you're new here, give give the show a few tries. Doesn't work for everybody, like I said. I hope it works for you. A podcast, a little bit silly, a little bit goofy. But as they say every time, like, I I made the show because I used to have trouble falling asleep. hey, I think I can make something to put people to sleep, a little bedtime story, bedtime company, uh, giggle spritz, which is like, you know, it's almost, this podcast is kind of funny. And it's okay. Sometimes you're laughing with me. Sometimes you're laughing at me. And sometimes you're like, I don't even know if I should, I don't know if I it's, and then I say, "Hey, that's right, just fall asleep. I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. And most of all, I say this every intro unless I forget. I'm glad you're here. Glad you found your way to this podcast. I appreciate you trying it out. I appreciate your time. And I really work hard. And I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Good night. Uh, hey, are you, up all night, uh, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. You're going to be hearing this a lot tonight. I'll tell you why, but let me tell you first... Uh, I'm going to, try to, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings, physical feelings, uh, sensations, emotions, you know, changes, uh, w- you know, exterior, interior, whatever it is, whatever it is, tumult, if you have any tumult, uh, tub- tummy tumult or whatever, uh, tumult's a nice word, Uh <laughs> It, it is, but it, like whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind out of it. I'm going to use uh, these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and, and all those such things. But, and if you're new here, tonight's a little bit different of an episode, but you, I think it's a good one. Tonight's episode is all introductions. It's one of the most request, requested things we get. So requested, in fact, uh, that uh, for people that support the show on Patreon at $10 and up a month... Uh, and if we get to 4,000 patrons, I'll drop that to $5 a month. Uh, but for now, it's for $10 on patrons. I'm going to come out twice a month now on Saturdays uh, with all intro episodes. So this is about an hour of uh, collected intros together. And the structure show, if you're new, usually you have five minutes of business at the top of the show. That's what enables us to keep the show going for free so that the archives and everything are not behind a paywall. So without the supporters on Patreon, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron, the people that give value for value, or the listeners that, you know, I try to pick only awesome sponsors. I I, I, Like, I either use the product or I said, geez, let me try the product out and check it out. So those are two two ways to support the show and keep it free for everybody. So that's the first five minutes of the show. Then a normal episode has about a 12-minute introduction where... I guess I try to create, I try to describe what the podcast is. I've done that 530-something times. Then I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is. Mostly I kind of, like, I just kind of, you'll hear it, you'll hear it in this episode, but mo- like, it's it's a lonely, soothing show within a show. And then after that, normally is like the bedtime stories and stuff. And the goal, the show wasn't always like that. The intro is kind of organically developed uh, from feedback and listening and editing shows because it kind of like, I I like to set the mood. I want you to feel welcome, included, that I'm glad you're here, that I'm attempting to create a safe place. You know, I'm not perfect, so, so I do my best to create a safe place with, you know, magical, you know, well, I don't have any magic, uh, But I like it to feel magical. That's what I strive for. And I like to include a little giggle spritz, which is something like humor, you know, but lighter, water-soluble. You know, I use water-soluble humor, believe it or not. Uh, Like uh, my water, actually, and air, my humor dissolves in almost anything quickly. Very fast-acting, fast, quickly soluble. A lot of times my humor like like solu whatever it dissipates what do you call it when it like uh transmorphs uh changes faces bef- bef- between when it, my synapses fire with the really funny stuff and then it reaches my vocal cords but yeah i mean this is one of the few podcasts out there where it's acknowledged that's water soluble humor. Maybe funnier though if I was under, you know, if I did like I've talked about doing an under the water episode b- before, but logistically it's not possible. So I guess that's it. Like I was trying to make a shorter, shorter intro here uh, because this episode's all intros. It it'll be a it, um, it should be pretty good. I I, uh, I already got some feedback, on it. you know, I te- like I listen to shows, I test them out. Uh, but I say this in everything reason why, Oh, here's a couple things. If you're really new, you don't need to listen to this podcast closely. It's meant to take your mind off stuff, kind of engage you and then let you slip through my fingers and drift off across the threshold from wake to sleep. That's where I send my voice across the deep dark night, but you're also, you don't under no pressure to fall asleep either quickly or like I'm going to be your boyfriend or your companion in the deep dark night. Yeah, uh, this time I'll be it'll be via intros, but it'll still be an hour of intro. So I'll be here a version I mean strange thing is it'll be versions of myself, but don't worry about that kind of stuff. Uh still the same old scoots. Uh still so- you know, still I'm hundred percent soluble. Also not you know, they say this a lot. I'm not even sure I know what soluble means. I I could use dissolvable. But that's not as good. Soluble. Solubles a really well packaged word. Dissolvable. Too many. Too many syllables with not enough punch. Soluble. It's like a. It's like a body. That's the body. Body pillow of words. It's soluble. It's, get a. What is it? Doesn't Scripps still? Do they still do the spelling test? Because they own a podcasting network. Let's see if we could get that in there. Soluble, the body can you use it in a sentence? Soluble is the body pillow of words. It's soluble, it, can I get an? Or, not, you're not going to get any origin or anything from me. Sorry, no root. I don't even know the soluble, but don't like I. I you know, there's a, there used to be a singer, Liz Sobule or something, might be spelled the same. But I'm not even supposed to give out tips. I think I just. Oh, sorry. You just, like, I just violated the rules, so you can't win. You know what? You're the winner of my smelling bee. Also, by winning it, you get a smelling bee, a bee, bee that that, bee that can smell things. Uh, it's, a, it's a new invention I have. Okay, so I was trying to get to the intro episode. So it's just the podcast. You don't need to listen to it, but you don't, you don't need to be in a hurry to fall asleep. It's not a sleep solution. It's a sleep offering, like kind of like something you – I mean, clearly – this is the kind of thing you stumble upon. Remember, stumble upon the browser uh, thing. This, I mean, the podcast is too long form for that. But you know, like, uh, you stumble upon it. And you say, "What you said? I'm gonna try this out. To, like, uh, and see, does that say this is water soluble humor? I'd never heard of that. I mean, let me give it a shot. Uh, wait, does that mean I won't laugh? Is it, well, you don't, and then you, then you fall asleep. So that's how a podcast works. I make the show. One of the reasons I make it, I mean, other than being a rambler, the natu- a natural rambler, also maybe I may have a soluble brain. I mean, I think that, that's that been proven already. Eh what was I saying? I don't remember. But the brain solubility in action. You just witnessed it. Um, I have no idea what I, like, I was just trying to finish off. Uh, but I make the show... Oh, because I had trouble sleeping, so I can relate. I might not know exactly what's keeping you up or, or whether it's, you know, overthinking or, you know, some, 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 something else. Uh, but I know what it's like lying there. And I say this, and tonight I'll probably say it uh, eight or nine times. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I work very hard. I strive. I yearn. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, you're all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's giving you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, running through your brain, uh, physical or emotional feelings or sensations, noises, a partner that's uh, sound asleep but also making an incredible amount of noise, or you know, you could have stuff creeping up from the past, uh, thinking about the stuff going on in the future. You could be going through something. You could be de- you could be dealing with something. You know. Or it could just be like, uh, the, 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 like somebody moved in with a freaking parakeet collection. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I really do. Uh, nothing against parakeets. You know, like, uh, you just, just, I'm just, you know, the, the, like, uh, that could happen. It wouldn't stay. I mean, I, that's the kind of thing I lose sleep over. Like, is that a flock of parakeets? Do parakeets travel in flocks? One. Where do, like, uh, and then I'll start thinking about. It. I say, well, where do parakeet? Where where do parakeets sit? Uh, and then now I'm like, have I done? Now I'll be losing sleep tonight. I say, did I have? Have I done an opening about parakeets before? I think I've done ones about macaws and parrots. Uh, also, is that a parakeet that I'm thinking of? They're the little birds. Uh, they're multicolored. Mostly, I'm picturing the yellow ones with the rosy cheeks and uh, some gray ones with yellow faces. And those ones make a lot of noise like uh, so you don't want to, so they could be keeping you up at night uh, but whatever it happens to be i I'd, I'd like to take your mind off of that here's what I'm proposing I do I'm gonna send my voice across the deep, dark night I'm gonna try to create a calm, comfortable, welcoming, safe place where you can come on in, and I'm gonna use my creaky dulcet tones, my wings of pointlessness. My ability to observe things that are best, the best go, you know, my ability to bring into the foreground stuff that should remain in the background. And, but still, I bring it into the foreground. You see, it's, well, it's, when you talk about stuff, Scoots, it's kind of out of focus. And I say, yeah, that's my, that's one of my skills. That's a skill set. It developed, that's my, that's the art of my craft. You know, that's how, that's those interviews that I do. They say, "Well, tell us about honing your craft." They say, "Well, I like to dull it down. I take like just like my knives. I, I uh, like I like I go to a knife sharpener, and then they weep, much like my piano teachers, and then I take the knives home and I dull them down." And they say, "Well, what technique?" You? So, so you hone your craft by dulling it down. And They say, "Well, that's kind of the simplistic version. It really, just happens, you, you know." Uh, I'm not sure. I just start using the knife, and I say, when did this thing get so dull? And then, you know, the, 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 the knife smith or whatever is too busy weeping, you know, saying whatever in the name of Hetchler Croft or whoever, uh, Victoria Rocks or whoever makes knives nowadays that, uh, you know, they're just like they're overwhelmed with emotion. And they might stay up at night, so I I also have to get them to sleep. But if you're new here, here's the structure of the show and a couple of things. So just to, to give you a basic, before I disorient you, uh, a podcast is about an hour long. It gives you plenty of time to fall asleep, so to no pressure to fall asleep right away. It's more of a sleep offering than a sleep solution. It's out there. You could try it and see how it goes. The show opens with five minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free and uh, keep the archives free and stuff. Uh, then there's about a 12 to 14 minute intro, which we're in the middle of. And then I'll, I'll try to pull some stuff out of the Star Trek episode and make a metaphor about the podcast. Uh, intros are rambly and they don't make a lot of sense. It's kind of a show within a show that some people use to get ready for the podcast and some people use it to ease them into bed. And then I'll talk about Star Trek, the next generation, uh, uh, episode, the measure of a man about, uh, it's more of the measure of an android, I think. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like hearkening to a book. I don't know. But it, like, I'll talk about that for about 40 minutes as well. So you're under no pressure to listen. You can kind of listen to the podcast. You should take your mind off of it. I'll hold your hand or stand in your vicinity. Or you could just hear my voice and try to escort you or accompany you as you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. But well, you could drift away any time, and but if you can't fall asleep, as some listeners can't, I'll be here the whole time, giving it my all to keep you company, because I've been there, tossing and turning in the deep dark night, unable to sleep. Now tonight's episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation has not only a great quote but also a great vocabulary word. At some point tonight, Data I'll be talking to Commander Bruce Maddox. Uh, And uh, Data's talking about the ineffable quality of memory. And Maddox says, what do you mean the uh, ineffable quality? And Data says, you can't reduce memory uh, to just mere facts of events. The substance, the flavor of the moment could be lost. And first you might say, Scoots, how do you pronounce ineffable? Uh, I don't know, E e i n e f f a b l e ineffable? Uh, according to the Merriam-Webster, incapable of being expressed in words, or not to be uttered, uh, as in the case of the taboo. So, if you're playing the game to do taboo, everything's supposed to be uttered. but uh, can't be broken down into words. The ineffable qualities of memory. This podcast is kind of made up of broken down words. They can't be. They can't be broken down into anything. They so, "What kind of words?" Do you well broken. I got some broken down words. It, it, but the words themselves are fine. It's just my—it's just like my knives. I don't know how my knives get so dull. And I don't know how my words get broke. You know, I try to maintain them. Uh, well, actually, I don't. I, I have them on my to-do list to maintain my words. But, uh, you know, take them in for their, you know, 12,000, whatever, 12,000 sentence uh, you check up. But then I say, well, like, so then my words break down. But there is this podcast. There is an ineffable quality to me. It's a WTFable, I guess. Instead of ineffable, this podcast is more WTFable. You say what? I don't know what he's talking about. Like I have no idea. They like, say, well, honey, what was Scoots talking about last night? Was he talking about? Uh, was he comparing? Was, was he comparing something with something else? You see, I don't know. Like he's, I, I, he he I, this was one where he couldn't even remember what he was talking about earlier, and then he tried to bring it back, and and then he, like, I, but then he started talking about Plaid and Paisley, I think, and then Brad Paisley, and he was wondering if Brad Paisley wears Paisley, and then if that's like a thing in country music, like what's the country, what are country musicians, where do they stand on Paisley Paisley? plaid versus Paisley, because Scoots likes cowboy shirts, and those are mostly plaid. And I think he was saying that he doesn't look good in Paisley, and he wasn't 100% sure if he could picture Brad Paisley in his mind. He said Toby Keith just kept running around his brain up there in a plaid shirt and a white cowboy hat, and it was really distracting I think that's what he was talking Maybe he said he had a dream about Toby Keith. Maybe that was just it, that Toby Keith was wearing paisley. I don't know. It was like I was totally WTF-ed. F-tabled. So, huh, I try. So, that's like, uh, those are the ineffable qualities. You see, this podcast, you don't need to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. My voice is not exactly. When you first listen, you might be skeptical. You say, this is a podcast called Sleep With Me. You're supposed to put me to sleep, eh? It's a like, "Well, it could put you sleep. I don't know if it's supposed to do anything. Not supposed to make any sense. Or supposed—it depends on what part of me you ask a question to. I more drone my craft than hone it. Uh, so, what was they talking about? So, yeah. So, so in that a bit different. Uh, but it's a friendly thing. It's like, hey, like I don't know if this is your type of thing, but you know, here, here, I hope it helps you fall asleep." Uh, one of the main reasons I make it is because as a kid, I had terrible insomnia. And then as an adult, I've dealt with sleeplessness on and off. And I said, geez, maybe me telling some bedtime stories, keeping you company, maybe making you whatever's before laugh. You know, like in this episode, Data, oh, no, that's the next. Uh, like, but Data, you know, Data doesn't do a lot of laughing. But he he's amused, you know. So, so like something like that, uh, mostly just to keep you company. And to say, hey, if this is running through your brain, why don't you listen to me talk about, uh, you know, like again, you see Brad Pay. Like every time I say Brad Paisley, Toby Keith pops in my brain. Uh, do I know why? No. And or you know, I guess the main thing when I say Paisley, here's a test: Does Parame? Do, do you see Toby Keith, Brad Paisley, or Parameciums? Which one? Cause isn't that like, uh, like how come no one, no one talks about that? Is that like a controversy? Like, do Paisley and P- Parameciums have anything th- in common? Because they look a lot alike. I've always thought that my whole life. Also, I think I don't know if when Paisley was in fashion, if it's uh, so maybe no one even they say well what's that like? Uh, I think most people know what P- if not you know what a Paramecium looks like. That was like I think that was like. Uh, pretty sure amoebas and parameciums were the only things I learned between grade two and grade uh, seven. Uh, You know, Golgi, I look into my finance box to check my status of the Golgi apparatus and, uh, you know, my mitochondria. Of course, they're misfiring. Correct. Uh, So, you know, but that's just so I can make, you know, cellular level jokes. Anyway, so obviously I get off track. I get distracted. And that's kind of what... so I, so I, that's what i say I'm I'm glad you're here. Uh, I give this podcast a few tries uh, because I make it because it, and I work hard at it because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep and i I really appreciate you trying it out. Thanks for stopping by uh hey, you' only like tossing, turning mind racing trouble, getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, physical, emotions, uh, chain, you know, noise, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off it, distract you. What I'm going to do is create a safe place... And I guess I said that hurt, but the way I'm going to kind of design the safe place, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Slowly, like, I don't think I have a drawl, but I have something like Like I'm going to draw stuff out. I'm not going to be getting to any points real fast. I'm going to be drawing it out or drawing it out. Uh, I try not to drool because I don't like mouse noises. I like my delivery to be, uh, even though I have creaky dulcets, I like it to be smooth, uh, you know, as nice as I can make it. it. Really, that's like the whole concept of creating a safe place. I want it to feel warm. I want it to feel inviting. I want it to feel welcoming to everyone. That's why I say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. Not only do I mean the gender binary, I mean all about, you know, everyone who who this reaches that it might work for. I want you to know I'm glad you're here. And one of the reasons I'm glad, glad you're here is that the human connection, you know, sometimes it's not, it doesn't come easy. But in situations like this, it does because I've been there. And I've heard from, you know, thousands and thousands of people going through different things that have been keeping them up at night. And while there's a lot of things I haven't experienced, like I can relate uh, to whatever it is that's keeping you up to to that feeling that you get when you're like, what the heck? I just want to go to sleep, please. Or like like I think I said recently, when you're traveling, like when you want to go to sleep on the plane, nearly impossible. When you don't care, lights out. Uh, Sleep is a baffling, baffling thing. And you deserve a good night's sleep. Like, so I made this podcast. Uh, the, the, that's kind of part of what goes into it. But part of what goes into the safe places, like me saying, I'm glad you're here and I'm going to be here and do my best to take your mind off stuff. So, so here's the setup. If you're new, uh, first five minutes of the show, that's business so that we can keep the show for free, keep the archives for free and credit the people that work on the show because uh, not only a couple of people get paid to work at the at, at, like so just to credit the people that work on the show and uh then we have an intro which we're a few minutes into those tend to be about 12 minutes kind of a show within a show to show that you don't really have to listen but also to kind of you know to set the mood and for me to try to explain how the podcast works which is kind of it's a paradox so it's like a Trying to explain a paradox, uh, like, uh, is uh, creates a round, It's like uh, trying to cr- cr- say, well, I'd like to improve a roundabout. Uh, well, how are you going to do that? I, well, I'm going to call it a, a, a no. I'm going to drive around roundabout and think about how I'm going to make an improvement on roundabout. So I'll do the intro. That's about twelve minutes. You can, there's a, should be a time when the story starts, so you could skip ahead. But for a lot of people this sets them at ease. For some listeners they fall asleep during the intro. Some people skip it. Hopefully you listen to the messages so you know how to keep the show going and support it. But it, like otherwise just you know, get to where you need to be. Settle into bed. You know, you could start the podcast as you're easing in and winding down or when you're already in bed or some people start it in the middle of the night when they wake up. So there's really no wrong way to use the podcast and there's no should around. You should listen there's, there's like a other than the top of the show there's really nothing you you can miss you know you, you can miss you can fall asleep whenever you want and uh, i try to make it just engaging enough to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake but not so engaging that you feel like you, you you're obliged to listen cuz you're not no no harm you know fall asleep whenever you need to my goal is to be here to escort you across that threshold from wake to sleep Uh, But the other side of it is you're under no pressure to fall asleep. These shows are about an hour long uh, because I want you to be at ease and say, okay, I got a whole hour to fall asleep. I'll just kind of listen, and I'll be here the whole time. There are listeners that don't listen to the show to fall asleep. They can't fall asleep, and so they listen to it for company or mild entertainment. And I give it my all to be there as their boyfriend and yours. So whether you're asleep in a few minutes or it takes you the whole episode, or you wake up in the middle of it. You know, I'm here for you. The, the, the best I can. Now, this doesn't work for everybody. You know, because I guess there isn't a one size fits all solution to sleeplessness. Uh, so so you know, listen to it a few times if you're new. You know, try it out. Say, well, I don't know, or huh, after the second episode, you know, because uh, if you're skeptical. Of course you're skeptical. There's so many things that say, oh, this is going to fix it, or this is going to, and, and if you're like me and you can't sleep, you're really, you can be in that place where you really want something to work, uh, you know, because heck, you, like I said, you you, you you need a good night's sleep, you know, and what a ripoff. I, I guess a lot of times I feel like that with stuff, it's like, what a ripoff. How, how come this uh, person's next to me, they're sound asleep, and I'm sitting here tossing and turning, and, and I got all this crap to do tomorrow. But that, that's why I make the show. It, try to help, uh, to try to be there it, to keep you company while you fall asleep. I guess that's the thing. It, like, it, that's the ideal uh I don't know, like, like a, a version. It's like, I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, I'm a little bit goofy. The podcast is a little bit silly. It doesn't always make sense. Tonight, we'll be talking about, real, tonight's a real time recipe. And what that means is, uh, it's like, like, I don't know if you saw any, like if you, used to, like I grew up watching a lot of David Letterman and Conan and those style shows. And I remember, you know, every once in a while they'd bring on someone to cook, a, cook something, cook a, a meal. And they always like cut out the like the lasagna, you know, they'd show you part of it and then the lasagna would be in the oven done. So it never happened in real time. And a lot of times it was just kind of comedic. But even like if you're watching some like news type show and they were doing the cooking, like your local news or Saturday morning showboat, you know, might have been something, you know, but they never were doing it in real time. Even some cooking shows are like, well, this is like a real time recipe show, which what could be like the reason they cut out those parts of the recipe is who wants to sit around when the freaking thing breaks or the water boils? Say okay, well we'll just we'll just sit here while uh, the pasta boils. Well, that's what the, that's what this packet, and then we won't be doing boiling pasta tonight. Uh, most of this episode will be grocery shopping, uh, but it's you know what kind of plan works like a real time recipe. What you know that'll put you to sleep. I think it will. I think it will. For, we'll be at the grocery store for about twenty three minutes. And it should be about the mildest trip to the grocery store you'll ever experience. Uh, so, so like, uh, that, that's the package. It's a lot of meanders, a lot of me going on tangents, observing stuff that's not particularly interesting to anybody else but me. You know, me, me sharing my thoughts. Like I, I, I tend to steer clear of controversy, but sometimes I do have, uh, what are those thoughts like? Like like uh, tonight, uh, like salad spinners have come up, and I don't know how people feel about salad spinners. I don't know if a salad spinner was invented or repurposed, or when when it first came on the scene, because uh, it it felt like ninety, ninety nine might have been the year of the salad spinner, ninety eight, or that it became that it got into my purview. Where all of a sudden you said, You got to spin these salads now. I thought you tossed a salad. I've heard of that. And, uh, pass the salad. I've heard of pass the salad. But you got to spin a salad now? I say, Oh, yeah, it's a salad spinner. You spin it. Uh, so, you know, any like stuff like that, you know, that might be, that's as uh, as extreme as we get. And then I still say, Well, I just don't get, you know, I, and so the ideal thing is you wake up tomorrow, and some people listen, some couples listen, but a lot of times you know one member of the relationship listens to the podcast, and the other one sleeps really good, and those tend to be the people that snore, uh, which you know it's just 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 the case. Uh, but you know, ideally you'll wake up, you'll be at breakfast tomorrow, or maybe one of your coworkers listens. Say, wow! You like you look radiant this morning. We say, well, I was listening to sleep with me last night put me right to sleep. Uh, I think, well, what what did old Scoots uh, like? What did old Scoots get on Sometimes he gets all he's got that, uh, like uh, he's got that personality. Like he's a little neurotic. Did he get neurotic about it? well, something about. Uh, I think he's he's trying to do, like, a routine. Instead of spinning plates, he's trying to spin plates of salad. Or at least had a dream where he was... Instead of, like, spinning plates, he was spinning plates with salad. And the radishes were going everywhere. And then he was throwing radishes like they were mini Frisbees. And I think there was, like, a poodle in a, a ballet skirt that was catching those. And... Then Scoots had to go say, somebody Google radish and poodle, please, and make sure that uh, but the, the poodle didn't swallow the radish, just caught it, and then, uh, you know, like, made a face. So I think that's what the episode was about last night, so spinning, spinning plates of salad. But I don't know. I felt like I, I just woke up, and uh, there was another episode on where he was talking about uh, uh, grating grapefruits or something. I think he wrote a poem about the grading, grading the great grapefruit. Uh, Graded grapefruit. Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, you look great. You, it could tell you slept good. Fine. You deserve it. Uh, sorry about my snoring and drooling. Uh, but I did do the dishes. Oh, excellent. Well, that's great. Uh, thanks, Scoots. So that's, that's maybe just, that's like the, uh, um, whatever, the Little little House on the Prairie version or something. I don't know what, to, like, what way to describe it. Pollyanna, Pollyanna version of the podcast. But that's, you know, that's how it goes. So, like, so you don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. A podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, I'm weird. uh, But, you know, I've embraced my weirdness because it helps people put people to sleep. And I want you to know, you know it's okay to be you, too. And it's okay to be you here now. And just let out some air and say, okay, you're here. It's a safe place. It's here to help you fall asleep. I'm glad to hear it. It's so good to see you or hear you or to be heard by you. And I say this every episode because I mean it. I really hope, I really yearn, and I really work hard because I want to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by.